Welcome everyone to episode 478 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. I'm Corey. Today's topic is going to be Assassin's Creed Valhalla. 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 Um, it obviously came out, what, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago. I've played quite a bit. Corey, Will, you guys played a decent amount, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's going to be the main topic. Uh, outside of that, I'm pretty sure me and Will are going to be talking first impressions of Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Uh, that'll be an episode probably for next week, next week's episode. Um, do you guys have anything you want to tease other than that? You know what? I played a little bit last night for the first time. Just um, was reading about games that are good showcases. Well, I don't know if this fits the bill. Good showcases for the Xbox Series X. And one of the games was the Tetris game. Oh, Tetris Effect. Tetris Effect. I don't know if you guys have played that yet, but I did play that for about half an hour last night. Really? No, but it's 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 pretty cool. And I, I, I should download that. Is that on Game Pass? Yes. Okay. I should download that because I like... My wife likes Tetris, and the kids like like Tetris to to an extent too. So, yeah, cool. All right, will anything new? Uh, I never talked about uh, the end of Crash Bandicoot, or I don't think I ever brought up that I've been playing Age of Empires three Definitive Edition. Uh, so I'll probably talk a little bit about that too. Okay, sounds good. All right, well, let's get into Assassin's Creed Valhalla now. Me and Will talked briefly about it last week, but not Corey. Or did you talk about it too, Corey? Yeah, I, I talked did. about it too. Yeah, that's right. Um, well, we'll start with you, Corey. Uh, I'm, I'm interested to hear your thoughts about it because me and Will talked about it a little bit about it, like separate from the rest of our conversation. So I want to want to get your thoughts on it, Corey. Um, yeah, I think so. Generally, uh, I think in a universe where Assassin's Creed Odyssey doesn't exist, Valhalla is a great game. Um, but ultimately, in my mind, it falls short of the bar set by Odyssey in just about every way, um, except for one. And I think the part of this game that really shines, or at least improved upon, in my opinion, for over Assassin's Creed Odyssey, is the um, the storytelling side of it. the The breadth of narrative is much more contained, uh-huh. and it's a little bit easier to follow. Um, some of that might just be due to the more familiar setting, um, medieval England, as opposed to the Grecian islands of, um, I don't, I can't remember when that was set. The Peloponnesian war. Yeah. Like, I think. yeah. And just, I think some of the issue too, I, at least I struggled with, with Odyssey was just the names of all the people and how similar they are. There's like, uh, it's testicles and then there's. Yeah. Texicles, you know, they're the a lot of the names are really similar and and that makes it a little more challenging to follow. But I think in in Valhalla they did a really good job of setting up the main through line for the story, which is Norse Viking um trying to make it big in, in England, um and rallying the local Saxons and Danes to support you in order to establish a foothold. Um and continue to plunder and get rich. At least I think that's the main thrust of the story. Um, and then I think what they also did a really good job of in Valhalla are the side quests. They're much shorter, yeah. much less involved, and they keep only the good parts. Um, in Odyssey, you're spending a lot of time like running back and forth for side quests, a lot of fetching of things. Um, and that's just not fun. It's not yeah. fun to have to 
travel halfway across the map just to talk to somebody only to come all the way back to turn in whatever you had to talk yeah. to the person about. Agreed. Um, to piggyback off, piggyback off of that real quick before you before you move on, Corey. I like that the, the so the when you're exploring the world, there's like a blue globe and that's where like some of the side quests are. And they're all, like you said, very, very contained within that area. Very few of them do you even have to wander off anywhere. Uh, and if you do, it's just a short way. And it's just this little contained story. So like you said, you don't you don't lose track of it. It's not these sweeping side quests. There's probably those too, but it's not a sweeping thing that, that you're going to forget about and forget yep. what's happening about it. It's just a very little... Or story. confuse it with what's going on in the main story, you right, know, those, exactly. those thread lines intertwining. And, and as you said, like just getting confused about what's what. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's a problem in a lot of games, honestly. And I think Valhalla actually did a pretty good job of uh, keeping you focused on the main story, but giving you that flavor on the side. So that's the one improvement I see overall. I have a bunch of cons, but I don't want to okay. run through them all right now. Did you do the Grendel one? Uh, no. Nope. Okay. Uh, Will, thoughts? Yeah. Um, I will say I played about 10 hours on computer, uh, but I stopped on computer and bought it on Xbox because I was having a really, really hard time. When I get tired and lazy, I don't really like sitting at my computer to play games. Yeah, I understand that. So, well, and I don't know why, because there's some RPGs I'm I prefer playing on PC, but for whatever reason assassin's creed is not one of them so i was like man like i'm choosing to play call of duty uh ori and the will of the wisps uh age of calamity over playing a game like assassin's creed valhalla and i had no reason to not because i was really enjoying it so i bought it on xbox because now when i'm feeling kind of lazy i'll be more likely to play assassin's creed in my bed instead of trying to set my computer so i had to rebought it or rebuy it and I restarted too. Okay. Um, Can, do you, did you attempt the transfer, the save transfer, the cloud yeah, saves? I heard something that I kind of wanted to see play out instead. It has to choose do choosing your protagonist. Oh, okay. Um, I wanted to do something because um, there's a really cool story thread if you choose a certain option later. Apparently. Okay. Um, so I picked the. I I just completely started over. Uh -huh. Also, like when I was playing, uh, I was playing like really late a few nights. I was really tired, so I was like kind of zoning out on the story. So I just wanted uh -huh. to start over and re get into it. Um, I will say I really like it. Um, I'm kind of with Corey a little bit though. I feel like how I would rank these games are Odyssey, Valhalla, Origins. Um. It's funny, I was going to ask you, Will, um, where you felt Origins fit into this. As someone who still wants to go back and play Origins, I'm like, I'm I'm okay with Valhalla, but I don't know if Origins is any worse than Valhalla. I don't think I want to go back and play it. It's not worse. Okay. It's definitely not worse. I don't know. They all, I, they all do something a little bit different. I would say Origins and Odyssey deviate from each other. I would say Valhalla is a little bit closer to uh odyssey in the way that the world is structured if that makes sense not that there's like different maps and everything like that but um like origins is a little bit more contained as opposed to odyssey whereas odyssey was very sprawling and a lot to do i would say Valhalla is that same way because there's just a lot of world there um, yeah there is just 
like multiple maps and everything like that. So uh, I would say Valhalla and Odyssey are a lot closer than Origins, but um, I will say I really like it. I feel like it's way more Assassin's Creedy than the and then the last couple ones. Um, I mean, one hit KOs are pretty much back for the most part, um, unless they're really really over leveled, uh, which is cool. Um, I don't love that side quests are basically like. 12 seconds and not a lot of things to do i kind of like some of my favorite parts of odyssey we're doing a lot of these really cool side quests that came up so i actually am not that big of a fan on these very small self-contained stories that you don't really do anything other than like throw a box over a cliff just should say i did really like that quest in norway (laughs) where that guy was gonna jump off the cliff that was really cool quest but they're all kind of like that like i have to light a house on fire and the quest is done i just feel like there are more involved side quests okay yeah maybe you just haven't played enough to get there but there are more involved ones the grendel one being being one of them okay uh the 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 beowulf story um but there's also ones that you get from like npcs as you upgrade your settlement um that are like i said a little bit longer than just the the blue globes on the map so Okay, so yeah, then it sounds like it's one of those things that I'm just not far enough to kind of uh, dive more into. So yeah, um, but yeah, I mean, like it's Assassin's. It's part of the new, like the new formula for Assassin's Creed, and I think the new formula for Assassin's Creed, regardless of if it's better than Odyssey, it's still really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll say I'm really in love with the game. Um, I probably, I mean, I guess it depends on whether or not I, I like it better than Odyssey. Uh, I think I like the setting a little bit better than Odyssey. Um, I'm not even really sure why. I usually would prefer the uh, archipelago type of thing, um, but I, I do enjoy the setting. It feels a little, it feels rougher. Um, one of the things I really like about it too, and I don't know if you got this at all, Corey, um, but kind of, sorry, my cat's bothering me. <laughs> i had to move her off of there um it, it the world has almost a dark souls feel to it because of the ruins of the roman empire that are scattered throughout the world i, I got the sense that like we talked about with dark souls that it's a little bit the 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 country's past its prime yeah like it was it was this greatness this once and, and now it's not um i know that's not not necessarily a good thought. I, Dan Carlin talks about this on his podcast. You know, uh, some people say like the Dark Ages weren't like a step back from what what Rome had accomplished, and some people do. Revisionist history say no, it's not. But um, it definitely it definitely feels like it's it's but it's building back up to something. You know, something like what Rome had left behind. I, I like I like the the remains of the Roman Empire. You know, kind of scattered throughout the world. I think that's really cool. Uh, yeah, I'm with you 100% on that. Um, I, definitely one of the coolest parts of the game for me too. It's it, and it's you're right. There's like, it's the ghost of Rome almost yep. that just yep. perpetuates throughout the game, um, and I I really appreciate it. And every time I find like Roman ruins, I think to myself, gosh, some of this stuff still exists today. Yeah, yeah. In our time, uh, but to think like back even back then in this time period it was ruins from a from a bygone civilization you know um it's just a really cool element and i like that there's the um there's that one character that uh is like tries to be roman like cosplay is roman he has the yeah it's octavian octavian yeah yeah um i love that yeah 
So I'm with you. That's a great point. Yeah. Uh, I'd be, ma- 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 excuse me. Imagine the culture, sh- culture shock too, like going from Norway where everything's kind of like straw huts and stuff to these huge stone and marble. Like, like that's crazy. That's yeah. going to be insane. But see your point about the setting though, Dan, the only reason I disagree is, um, I shouldn't say I disagree because I do like it, but I think too often there's like fog and just like swampy denseness that takes away from the beauty of the landscape. Um, I, I that's on purpose, isn't that? Yeah, England, though? It, it is. It is. It is on. It is on purpose. It's by design. But for me, that it just England, takes yes. away from from the beauty of like what we would see. That those like you said, the archipelago and, and Odyssey is that crisp, beautiful setting. Uh, where you can, as far as the eye can see, you know, just endless beauty. Whereas in this game, a lot of times you're just looking six feet in front of you at fog, you know? Um, I've been saying it. Norway is like the pretty part of the game. Having just replayed it, like Norway is a lot cooler looking in my opinion than, than England. I could, I could see that. Yeah. But you, you also love snow areas in games, right? Well, yeah, but it's like way more. It's very mountainous. There's a lot of really cool water. Like there's, I think there's a lot more variance for me so far that I've seen because I've only played ten hours. And where I left off on PC was I was literally doing the first, um, uh, like story arc in England. So, oh, okay. Uh, I was not very far at all. I was doing a lot of side stuff, just kind of exploring. Um, I just felt like Norway had snow, but also a lot more variance. There's a lot of mountains, a lot of like cool vistas in there as opposed uh-huh. it was clear the aurora borealis was really cool at night uh in england i pretty much just saw hills some mountains and like swampy stuff mm-hmm. did you do any of the settlement building yet yeah i did a little bit of the settlement building i kind of build up the barracks a little bit the uh ancients one and then uh-huh. something else um and i started like got the cult of or it's the occult of cosmos, basically, um, of this game, all established and the whatnot. order of the ancients, right? Yes, the... order of the ancients. Yep. Uh, so that's what I was kind of like, uh, kind of working, working on. Which I'm glad that stuff's all back because that stuff was all solid in Odyssey. Yeah. All right, Corey, let's talk about your cons. You know, it's really, really every little aspect of the game I could touch on and say, well, they didn't do that as well as they did it in odyssey they didn't do this as well as they did it in odyssey um and that sucks for this game because i'm sure it was a some of the same people and then i'm sure they had turnover um because it is as i said to start you know in a universe where odyssey doesn't exist i think valhalla is a great game but it's it's impossible not to make that comparison yeah um but the biggest thing i think would be a con regardless of regardless of the the alternate timeline where Odyssey doesn't exist. And that's the bugs. I still continue to battle bugs and glitches. Um, even after I talked last week about it, I had a you couple s- times. Go ahead. You said crashes too, right? You've had a couple crashes. Yep. Uh, I actually, it hasn't crashed to dashboard. I don't think um, since last week, I told you it had happened twice. It hasn't happened since. I don't know if they've patched whatever issue was going on. I think there have been a couple patches that the- have come out. Yes, but there's also apparently both the consoles are fairly buggy, and and that's a kind of a widespread thing. Okay, uh, especially PS5, I guess is is crash prone. I don't know if there's any truth to that. That's just the the scuttlebutt that I've seen. Uh, also, there was at least one time where I got like stuck on geography in the falling 
uh-huh. state and then like eventually i just die uh which is oh. frustrating i the horse i mentioned to you guys yesterday in the chat this is my veiled attempt to tell you i was getting annoyed with the game was uh yeah. the horse never goes where i want it to go um it always tries to go to the northwest and i don't know why huh. it and then it's ironic because right after i said that it went <laughs> right where i wanted it to um but now i'm in it was the first time i tried to use the horse to automatically go to somewhere in east anglia okay so maybe whatever happened if i'm in a certain segment of the map i don't know how the programming works but i feel like it's not as easy to do as it was in odyssey if that makes sense like i feel like there's more steps to get your horse to automatically go where you want it to go rather than what did you just hold down the x button in in or whatever in uh odyssey I think it's the exact same, if I okay. remember correctly. Yeah, because I, I I have not used it this that much. I, we we talked about it, but I didn't I didn't use it much in Odyssey. I don't I don't really ride horses in games. I've only used it twice in uh, in Valhalla, uh, and it, it worked fine for me. But again, I have a very limited uh, experience with it. So, well, I like to do it for exactly the reasons I think we talked about last week. Is is that moment of rest where you can put the controller down? look at your text messages, just kind of sit back and admire the scenery. Um, so that's why I like to use the horse quite a bit. But um, even if I can fast travel in some instances, I'll, I'll prefer just to use the horse and take that ride. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, when it doesn't work, it's extra frustrating. Um, so I think in general, the longship works a lot better. Uh, I don't know that I had any issues with the longship other than that docking issue that I talked about last week. Uh, there are at least one time I had a quest that was bugged. Um, it wouldn't trigger, right? I don't know if it was just a side quest, but I don't know if it was the one, Dan, if you've done this one where you go, um, there's like a tower with a guard guarding it and the woman's oh, yeah. health. Yep. So that wouldn't that trigger properly for me. I could hear the voices, but there was nobody there for me to talk to or anything like okay. that. Um, once I restarted the game and then found that, spot again it worked fine but just that one instance quest registration i've had a couple times where uh i'll complete a quest but it doesn't register so i can't move i don't know if that's happened to you um and then i've had times where the um where i can't um do anything the quest won't register i can move but i can't interact with anything because i don't know that's another one. Uh, there's been a, quite a few. I can't. I wish I could remember them all. I was trying to write them all down before we started, but yeah. uh, so many times I'm just taken out of the game because of of technical issues, and I it sucks. It yeah. really does. Um, I feel. I think the only one I've had is I've had. I've gotten stuck going upstairs. Yeah, uh, that's happened two or three times, maybe. Uh, and then the other one is just a weird graphical one. Like if I knock someone off a ledge, they'll kind of freeze where the ground. Sh- would be if we were on flat ground uh they'll freeze for a second and then they'll drop down so it's just a visual bug hasn't really affected gameplay but that's that's really all i've come across so far there was uh speaking of that dan what you're talking about just a fun little story um i was in raiding dunwich and uh there was one of those character one of the guards was out on um one of the ledges that sticks out over the ramparts the little Uh platforms Uh i went out to assassinate him and i did but when i did somebody saw me and shot an arrow at us and destroyed the platform and i (laughs) just fell so far to my death Uh, after that it was pretty cool that is cool 
Um, but yeah, the bugs are the biggest thing. I think I've heard I, that from a lot of places though. So you're, you're definitely not the only one. I, I don't know if reviews, I got lucky. Yeah. All the reviews seem to mention it. There was one I was reading that a uh, bug that people were dealing with where the only answer was to reinstall the game, which is frustrating. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, so that sucks. Now I didn't play Odyssey until quite a bit after it came out. Will, did you play Odyssey when it first came out? Uh, yeah, I did. Did do you remember bugs like that? No, not that okay. bad. Um, that's something that needs to be fixed. Uh, regardless of other games that exist in the series, you know, it's not a comparison thing. It's just something that's frustrating and should be avoided. But yeah, you get into some of the more comparison type things. I think growth is uh, character growth, city growth are things that are all are all not great. Um, I know Odyssey didn't have a, a city a building mechanic, but I think in Valhalla's case, it's mostly uninteresting. Um, the buildings I've built, they don't really unlock anything worthwhile, in my opinion. Um, maybe there are some that are worthwhile, but when all I'm doing is like at the stable, you're customizing the skin of your horse or your raven. Um, there is like a stamina upgrade and like an upgrade that allows your horse to swim. But to me, that is also very uninteresting and not fun. Mm -hmm. And I think the same applies to skills. Um, they're far less rewarding to unlock and far less creative in what they do. Uh, and just far less interesting to use, uh, in my opinion. I mean, I have two that are very similar uh, skills that I have abilities. I'm sorry, there's a difference between skills and abilities, but um, I have very similar abilities that are just not interesting where I charge at somebody. And in one case, I grab them and pummel them on the ground. And then in the other case, I grab them and push them up against a wall or throw them off a cliff or something. Uh, I don't know. They're too similar and they're just not that fun to use i don't know and and i think like the fun to use part goes down to comes down to like the animation and the quality of sound which i don't think is as good in valhalla as it is in odyssey um and those little touches are what make those abilities so much fun to use um, i was reading a little bit about the sound before we started recording and apparently there's no option for surround sound or headphones in valhalla so it's like, either as stereo. a different thing yeah it's either oh, really? stereo it's either stereo sound or uh, or just mono. Um, so I don't know. I play with headphones all the time. I don't know how that's impacting my see. I sound, but I don't play with headphones, so I never really pick up on that sort of thing. I always play with uh, TV speakers. So, um, yeah. So I mean, even going back to the skills, we were talking about the skill tree in this game. I've always yeah. said it's never interesting to unlock, to, to choose a stat bonus. The, I, something that I knew to yeah. plus five. You know, I knew as soon as I saw that when when the game started, I'm like, oh, Corey's not gonna, Corey's not gonna like this. It's stupid. It's yeah. it's it's lazy in my opinion. Odyssey didn't have that, right? Like if you were no. putting points into something, it was something meaningful and creative and fun. Yeah. Um, and this, like if I'm giving myself plus five to assass assassination damage, that's not rewarding. I don't yeah. care about that. I hardly even notice it. If you take it as a whole, like your growth throughout the entire game, sure. It makes a difference, but like putting one point into it is not rewarding at all. There's there is. Of... Go ahead. Will. 
I was going to say there sort of is um, upgrading stats in Odyssey under the thing. Uh, the main one I'm thinking of is like assassin damage where you're like doing more damage towards your assassination ability. 100, 150% or two, yeah. it gets up to 200%, doesn't it? Yeah, so there is that, but there's not like how it is in Valhalla where it's like, oh, put 2.5 into melee damage. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, exactly. I, I agree with you there. The 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 portion of Odyssey that does it at least does that to a point where you can notice it in the moment, and it's yeah. like a growth as a part of a bill an ability, right? Like if you're upgrading your uh, assassin ability, that's what you're referring to, right? Yeah. Which okay, yeah, I don't know. And even the on the ability side of things, like the improvement, the level one ability as opposed to the level two ability, isn't all that again creative interesting fun um i don't know so yeah the growth so, mechanics the rpg side of things eh, i mean even the equipment i haven't changed my equipment i've just upgraded the same stuff uh i don't know if that's the best way to do it but i've i've i'm doing an assassin build so i've just kept the raven gear uh which i think is the best assassin gear i don't really know i haven't experimented with it much just because i haven't found an item worth uh, equipping and upgrading since the start of the game. Maybe I'm not paying enough attention to it, but in my mind, that's on the game that to not. Um, I'm sorry, that's on the game to call attention to it. Yeah, I think I think the gear is made like meant to like enhance whatever your play style happens to be. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even even that like with the runes and stuff. No, I'm like, not. Oh, plus two. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. I'm not. I'm not saying it's better. Um, it's just... I'm, I'm in agreement. It's just lazy in my mind. It's it's so, not fun. So I mean, I don't know, Dan. You might be able to speak to this more because I think you played the most. But are the abilities a lot less mythological? So you know far. what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah. There hasn't been anything. Uh, most of the the interesting skills that or abilities, fighting abilities that you unlock are ones that you find. Um, so I mean, it 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 uh, it's a beneficial to for exploration for that reason. So um, I want. I wonder if the skills are a little bit more boring and more milquetoast because they got a lot of backlash for some of the abilities that they had in Odyssey. It could be. It could be. Because I haven't come across anything. Ev- I don't want to... Outlandish. Yeah, there's there there hasn't been the mythological, same mythological stuff that uh, it, that was in, in um, Odyssey. And it, anything mythological is more like grounded in reality. Mm-hmm. than in, in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So, if that makes sense. That's something I've struggled with, too. Like, do I like the fact that there's less of it, or do I miss... I know in, in Odyssey, I absolutely love that stuff. Like, finding yeah. the okay. um, the Cyclops, I think, was the first time... Or not the Cyclops, the uh, three-eyed guy. Yeah, Cyclops, right? No, Cyclops is one eye. Yeah. Who's the guy with... Maybe it was a Cyclops, the big dude in the yeah, yeah it was Cyclops in the Atoll. Yeah, um, finding him for the first time was like one of the moments I realized I really love Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, and you're right, Dan. It's it, the the elements of that in Valhalla are much more grounded in reality. But I I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm still undecided on that. I I I like that stuff, but. 
I can see why people don't, if people are looking for a more historical experience, um, which yeah. is also nice. I mean, I think the way they get around it in Valhalla a lot of times is, oh, you just ate some mushrooms or you drank a berserker brew or, you know, you're taking some chemical of some sort that's altering your mental state to make you enter this fantasy realm, um, which is fine. But part of me is just wondering like maybe if they just let it play out as if it were real like we'd still get the point and it'd be more fun that way yeah I don't and one, know. Of, one of the things they did in odyssey and i haven't gotten far enough in valhalla to know if this is true is at, when, when you start off the game and even up until halfway or three quarters of the way through the game there wasn't anything mythological anything myth see that seemed like it was mythological wasn't it was grounded in reality so that's what made the the moments in in Odyssey that where you did come across something actually mythological made it so interesting. Yeah. I don't know if that's the case in Valhalla or not. I have I don't I haven't gotten far enough. Uh, but as I said, even like three quarters through Odyssey, I was st- everything was still grounded reality. Like the mythological creature was just a, a guy dressed up, you know. Yeah. Uh, that sort of thing, or yeah. or it was just someone, a person that was abnormally large was like a giant, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been the case so far in Valhalla, but I don't know if that's going to change later on. So so I will say that it seems like Valhalla is a little bit more similar with the ground in reality that is Origins. Um, I will say the Origins, I didn't play all the DLC, but I think the Curse of the Pharaohs DLC is where it got kind of like trippy with that uh-huh. stuff. But what I really liked about Odyssey was just how falls to the wall it was all the time with that stuff and like when i think about mythology and cultures the first three i think of are egypt greece and uh norse mythology those are usually the first three so in my opinion when they were going this direction i kind of wanted to see what they would do i mean we have like 20 assassin's creed games where it's by the book and you know does the same you know sticks to the book and stays historically accurate for the most part or whatever with a little bit of liberties taken I think three games where they go a little bit crazier in a different direction. I think that's fine. Well, and what I I don't understand about people not liking it is they have like, they have an in-game world excuse for that stuff because you're, it's virtual reality essentially, right? Like you're not actually living in the world. Your, your character, Layla, right? That's her name. The like modern day or I think near future. Um, she's in virtual reality. She's essentially playing a game, you know? So I think you can excuse that stuff away. And I'm not sure the science behind that side of stuff, but are they actually like taking DNA from these characters as they existed and then extrapolating information from that DNA to create this virtual world? I think so. I think that's the gist behind it. I mean, so you could you could explain it away by saying it was the character's interpretation or their memory of the situation, you know? Yeah. And I think that would work just fine. I will say, while we're on this topic, that's definitely my least favorite thing about these Assassin's Creed games is when that you go out of the historical world and do the modern day stuff. Yeah. I do not care a lick about any of that. I, I wish that would go away. I don't know if it's going to, because if it's technically an Assassin's Creed game, you're technically supposed to be in the Animus but I, I don't care about any of that stuff. It drives me crazy. They do their best to make it as minimal as possible now. Yeah, because it was definitely worse in the older games, no question. Yeah. Nothing so, was yeah. worse than being pulled out of the Animus. I'm the opposite. I really like that side. Oh, do you? Things. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, at least in Odyssey, I kind of I talked about the the difficulties I had in following that story. Um, 
well, I still did. I think the animus stuff is what really kept me engaged the, the near future um, side of things and figuring out like, who is this ancient species? You know, who are the Isu? Who are all these? I mean, I don't even remember all the stuff that goes into it. And I guess some of it would be a spoiler to talk about if you haven't played those games, but um, I thought the ending of Odyssey was fantastic and made me very excited to see where that stuff goes uh who is the what's the character will that they call the uh, i can't remember triangle man pythagoras no uh the not the torch bearer the eagle bearer would be cassandra right yeah cassandra yeah i don't know the the and then the staff who's the keeper of the staff pythagoras but they had they don't they have the title for whoever the person is yeah yeah it's pythagoras no, 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 not the actual person, but I don't want to spoil it without talking about it, but there's always someone who's holding the staff. It's not always Pythagoras. Who's that staff holder? Like, there's a title. Oh, like, that. the actual title? Yeah. I don't remember the exact title. The Keeper of a Staff sounds about right to me. Something like that. But anyway. I re- remember seeing that tagline on Pythagoras's name. I can't do any of that stuff justice. I'd have to go back and reread, like, the ending of Odyssey and to get my my thoughts clear on it but i i do recall really enjoying that stuff and i've only been taken out of the virtual experience of the animus once in valhalla and i enjoyed it and i'm hoping to see some more of it okay that's just Uh, that's the juicy stuff to me that's what i don't know i think back to like the mass effect ending and how i know a lot of people didn't like it but i really did because it just it turned up that side of it that existential side of it to 11 uh, and I, I just, I'm really interested in that kind of stuff. So it works for me. Uh-huh. All right. I, is... Go ahead. I have to ask everybody. Yeah. Ivor versus Cassandra. Cassandra. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I definitely like Cassandra better. I, Ivor is starting to grow on me though. Um, more so than at the beginning. At the beginning, I was just like, eh. But I, Ivor is definitely grown on me. I went with the female Ivor because I always play as a female character. Uh, but Cassandra was definitely like a better character. Ivor is a lot more uh, gruff, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, less I fun, less fun loving. It seems. Less, like, less more fun, serious. Definitely, definitely. Which I mean, it makes sense for the culture. Yep, I guess. Yeah, certainly. So. Yeah, I just like Cassandra's happy-go-lucky mass murderer mentality. Yeah. <laughs> sure. It's always just hilarious the whole time. Will, do you have any any cons you wanna you wanna cover? Uh, no, Corey covered some of the cons of the things that I don't really particularly care for as much in this game. Uh, I right now think Odyssey is the best game in the series. We will see, though. Um, I'm not rolling out Valhalla taking over. I just need to I need to play more and get past the the 10 hour mark that I was in. Um, again, now that I own it on Xbox, that's definitely going to happen. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, I I want to talk about one of my favorite things in in Assassin's Creed Valhalla is the raiding. Oh yeah, uh, I kind of wish it was something that happened a little bit more, um, but uh, yeah, like I don't know, I just love the you, you set up the raid to you, to set up the raid. You have to be like uh, cruising towards whatever settlement or uh, uh, church or whatever. Hit the Y button to raid, and Ivor will blast the the Viking horn. You jump out of the ship, you charge, you fight everybody you'd set stuff on fire uh i i I love that 
part of the game. I think that's that's the most fun for me. I, I like the battles better in this game than Odyssey. Uh, the thing I like, the, uh, the thing I didn't like about Odyssey is that you kind of just were thrust into the middle of a battle. Yeah. Uh, rather than starting. starting. I know they're a lot more small scale in this game, but I actually I, I like that. Uh, I, I started using a double-handed axe, and I just fling myself into into enemies and um that part's been really fun for me and and like i said setting stuff on fire i feel like that it kind of captures the essence of of what it was like to be a viking back then so Mm. that much that part of very very much like about the game i think it's tough for me dan because i i agree that that's a cool feature and it is fun to do to do the raid but because my character is like an assassin i don't get to showcase my skills uh doing that so what i'll do is i'll go in clean everybody out and then call the raid just so i can open the doors oh which seems uh, it just seems kind of silly to do but um i don't get to enjoy the raid stuff because my character's just not built to go in guns blazing yeah you haven't been able to come come across a way uh to supplement open combat for your character um I don't know. I guess for me, like playing Assassin's Creed, I just want to be an assassin. And sure. that's the most fun part for me is sneaking around and, and just quietly killing everybody. Yeah. Uh, so that's, I think I just enjoy it more. Um, but you're right. I probably should just kind of start branching my character out. I should say I've pretty much cleaned the stealth side of the skill tree mm. up. Like I pretty much have all those abilities unlocked. I think huh. my power level is almost 70 or something like that. Okay. Yeah, I I do a little bit of the stealth stuff, but I mean, generally that's my least favorite part of 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 games is is stealth. Uh, The thing that that this modern Assassin's Creed does better than the old Assassin's Creed is like if you do mess up the stealth, like you're not going to like die, you know. Because you, you the, the combat is yeah you're not going to desynchronize right or, or you you can fight back you know uh, whereas I didn't feel like that was as much of an option in the in the older games so yeah because the combat sucked too it's much better now but yeah I can't believe people don't like the combat in these new trilogy because before it was just literally what parry encounter yeah you would hold parry and then you would counter. It was the most boring combat in the old games. It was terrible. I know those games weren't supposed to be combat. Like, Assassin's Creed has kind of branched out from what it initially was. Uh, But in my opinion, it's for the better. The internet uh, will always remind you that. That's for sure. Yeah. I read an article recently about how they should branch off the modern Assassin's Creed games into, like, like, stealth action historical games and then go back to assassin's creed roots like that that you had with the first game and 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 then uh the assassin's creed 2 i don't know how you guys feel about that no i mean i i don't know i don't buy into any of that i mean things evolve and change over time um you don't have to like something the whole time yeah yeah yep okay uh, do we have another thoughts on Assassin's Creed Valhalla? Valhalla. I just want to reiterate what I said last week about like user interface things just not mm-hmm. being as as helpful as they were. I mean, the map. I, I have a 
devil of a time just reading the map and figuring out where the territory individual territories are those lines are not very clear at all and sometimes they're based on just the rivers that spread throughout sometimes they're not and i don't know it's just i talked we talked about the uh raven site or whatever last week too about how that is useful nearly as useful as it was in odyssey uh and that i still stand by that yeah we're getting used to it one of the things i would would have liked to have had is what you could use the eagle in assassin's creed odyssey to mark all enemies when you go into a new place and it doesn't do that yeah. Uh, I know when you're like I ha- I don't know if it's an ability, but when when I'm in stealth, I do, ha- I do see the like glowy red glow of of other enemy soldiers, uh, but I still would like to have them tagged, you know, because I'm not always crouched down. I guess. Yep. So I agree. Yeah. But ultimately, I do. I will say I do. I do love the game, and uh, I'm look- looking forward to playing more. Yeah, I would say if I were scoring it, I think the 85 it has on our favorite game review site, opencritic.com, is maybe a little generous. But oh, okay, see, I'd give it an 85, maybe 90 even. I'm closer or to like uh, or nine. I'm, cl- I'm closer to an 8 or like high 7s, uh-huh. honestly. Um, blasphemous. Well, again, that's in a world that Assassin's Creed Odyssey exists, which, you know, as, as far as I'm concerned, is about as close a per- as as about as close to perfect as we're going to get for a game so I mean, yeah odyssey's gonna be a top 10 game again for me so it's hard to how, compete with that how recently did you play odyssey was it the beginning of this year Corey? uh yeah i mean i think i played through the last half of last year i i, I had over 100 hours in it and i was playing through all the dlc um I stopped in the last episode of the DLC, which now I'm kind of kicking myself. I'm like, geez, I probably only had a couple hours and I could have finished all the DLC too, but I'll go back. Yeah. Yeah. I think I stopped earlier this year. Okay. Oh wait, you sold your PlayStation. That's what you, yeah, I don't even know. I don't even own it anymore. Yeah. That's kind of heartbreaking. Yep. I wasn't thinking it through, but that's okay. Life goes on. Uh huh. Okay. All right. Any final thoughts on Assassin's Creed Odyssey? Will? I love it. Um, it's. I feel like it'll only grow on me the more that I play. So, mm-hmm. all right. Nibble bits. Does anyone have any nibble bits ready? I have ready a to few. go. All right, let's hear it. Will Ghost of Tsushima sold five million copies. Um, that pretty much guarantees a sequel. Um, it's the fastest selling first party original PS4 game, which is pretty cool. Um, considering you know what that's an IP and you don't see that too often an IP um, selling that quick. I mean, we have like God of War and stuff like that. Last of us and this outsold all of them initially. So that's really cool. Super Mario 3d all-stars got GameCube controller support for sunshine, which is cool. I thought it was really weird. That wasn't there in the first place, but yeah. So I added it. I I was surprised that they didn't do that, but. I mean, because only because GameCubes are so GameCube controllers are so ubiquitous when you're playing Smash Brothers. Yep. That I was surprised they didn't have it. Because anyone that plays Smash has probably at least one GameCube controller. Yeah, I mean, not to mention that like Mario Kart, Breath of the Wild, and all these other games had GameCube support, and then the game that actually was on GameCube didn't yeah. have GameCube support. That was just a weird, weird thing. But they have since remedied that, and it is there people which is cool um i gotta get back to play that uh all stars um let's see the last major final fantasy 14 uh raid is coming 
to Shadowbringers, which is the most recent expansion in December. So you got that. It's a game I really would like to play at some point. Um, World of Warcraft Shadowlands will have eight new dungeons at launch. Uh, so some Shadowlands news, which actually that comes out Monday. Monday, yeah. Um, I will be probably playing a little bit of that. Um, if we I got to be honest, I've had a hankering to play World of Warcraft again. I really, really? had a blast when me and Corey played with Reefer. Well, Dan, it was pretty fun. Get I just, I just don't. I don't have time. I, I unfortunately. In my opinion, I like mmos but unless i have somebody to teach me everything i don't want to have to figure things out i'm lazy like that yeah so like wow is nice because johnny just does everything for me that's kind of difficult and grindy because he's so far ahead uh so is, i get to play the good parts yeah is any part of the game free to play is i think is some of the base game free to play i think the base game is free okay i, I might maybe. download that and play it my biggest issue when i loved classic but I didn't play it enough to make the the fifteen ninety nine or whatever fourteen ninety nine a month worth it. It might be free up to a point. Okay, uh, maybe I'll download it then. I also might have a free trial laying around somewhere. Yeah, maybe maybe over the holiday break I'll spend some time playing. It depends on how sucked into cyberpunk I am by that point. That's true. That's true. That's coming out in not that long. Yeah, I got to finish Assassin's Creed before then, so. That's my goal. I want to finish Assassin's Creed before then as well. In another game, Dan, Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity, they got a day one patch to fix some bugs. So Okay. Yeah. Um, I did I did have to download the patch before I played it. With Spanish audio also being added in. So Nice. Uh there's that. Uh okay. those are all my nibble bits. Uh I've got a couple. Game awards are coming up soon, December tenth, same day as Cyberpunk comes out. Uh, I'm not going to go through all of them, but I will go through the Game of the Year ones and get your guys' thoughts. Uh, so Game of the Year nominee for the Game Awards 2020 is Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghosts of Tsushima, Hades, Animal Crossing New Horizons, and The Last of Us Part Two. Just wanted to get your guys' thoughts. Man, drop Doom Eternal and add Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Way better game. A lot of people were disappointed that Ori was not on there. I mean, Doom. That's In my opinion, Doom is such a one-note game. Like, it's good, but it really doesn't do anything other than fun action. And I don't think that's game of the year worthy. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest. I don't think Animal Crossing should be on there either. As much as I like it and still play it. 400 and some odd hours. I think it was just how it entered the zeitgeist at the perfect time. You know, the lockdowns were starting and we all had Animal Crossing to to keep ourselves. Yeah, I shouldn't say, I I hate to say it doesn't deserve to be there. Uh, That seems a little pretentious, but I probably wouldn't have it on my game of the year list. No, me neither, Dan. So. No, Dan, say pretend, be pretentious like I just was to Doom Eternal. <laughs> no, I, I I see what you're saying, uh, but I like I just don't like to say it shouldn't be there. You know, I wouldn't have it there. As, and as I said, I've spent 400 plus hours playing that. So, like I said, I think Corey is right with why it is there. Um, yeah. It is because of all everything that kind of went on, and that was like the game that carried people through the initial lockdown. Um, and Cyberpunk will probably be the one to carry people through the second one. Yeah. So. Um, 
I, you know, I didn't play any of these. I did watch most of The Last of Us Part Two. It was okay. I actually bought that because uh, it's like twenty five bucks on PSN right now. Uh-huh. Uh So I'm gonna. I want to wait till PS Five, but I just don't think I'm gonna be able to get one before the end of the year. So I might just be playing on PS Four. Sure. If they were going off of Open Critics top reviewed uh, games of the year, it would be Hades, Last of Us Part Two, Half Life. Alex, Microsoft Flight Simulator, and Crusader Kings 3. Oh, would be the did, top that, five. did that review that high? It's got a 91. Whoa. Yeah. I never I never would have guessed that. How so great I feel, would... like that, I feel like that's such a specific taste in yeah. a video game, but right. I, that's why it's not on the game, game awards, right? Yeah. How great would Microsoft Flight Simulator be winning game of the year? <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be cool. Corey, any little bits? Um, the Demon Souls. Do you guys hear about that secret door? Yeah. Yeah, a little it's, bit. So when I read about that last week was the moment where I was like, oh, man, I really should have bought myself a PlayStation just so I could play this game. So I'm a big fan of the Dark Souls games, some of my favorite uh, games to play. And I never played Demon Souls. So now that they've remastered it for PlayStation 5, uh, and it's apparently an awesome remaster i think yep um i was just going through really well yeah i was just going through open critics top games i think it's up there it might be like a 90 or something like that um so i'm surprised that didn't get nominated but there was this door that didn't exist in the original version of the game that fans discovered and were rapidly trying to figure out how to open it took them approximately one week from the moment they found it to the moment they were able to figure out how to open it and i i don't know anything about this game but it came down to um ceramic coins you need a certain number of ceramic coins to trade in to get the rusty key to open this door and apparently it gives you a really awesome armor set uh so i don't know i just love that that kind of stuff these games are just soaked in mystery so to have like all of a sudden a remaster of a game with this brand new door like that's the stuff that gets me really giddy about video games you know it's like yeah. what is behind this door i need to know um so that's exciting i definitely would need to play demon souls on the playstation 5 at some point so i can see my just like every other generation i can see myself towards the end of the generation buying the other console um that i didn't get the first time around to go back and play all these awesome games so i've got my fingers crossed for pc release Oh yeah, that is. I could still probably count on that, right? It's rumor possible. Well, they spoiled it, right, and then walked it back. Apparently, um, and that that's usually the case that it, like if they do accidentally announce because it was the same thing with like Death Stranding. Yeah, they they put out that it's going to come out on PC, and then they walked it back, saying you know no, we didn't announce that. Actually, announced that, but it did end up coming on PC. So. Uh, and then also, I'll just throw in that uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla beat Call of Duty for number one, at least in the UK. <laughs> oh, nice. I just pulled up this article quick. I don't know what the case is in the States, but... Have you noticed that, that like, I think it's Destructoid or whatever always goes by UK? Is the person doing it from the UK? They just might... It might be easier to get data on sales in the UK or okay. they, the sales data comes out more quickly. I don't know. Because I have noticed that it's always this game beat this game in the UK. Yeah. I'm always like, huh, I wonder why it's, it's the UK. It probably, every time. probably is easier to get that information. 
think it's funny looking at this list uh this week mario kart 8 deluxe was still in the top 10 <laughs> the, i mean i i feel like animal crossing has sold like 40 million copies this oh year. dan that was fifth this week fifth this week yeah. <laughs> that's really funny and that's why people like people are like oh nintendo that they're gonna go out of business like yeah right companies would kill to get those kind of sales numbers mario kart 8 deluxe came out like six years ago or mario kart 8 the deluxe version came out three years ago yeah look at how hard it is for microsoft to find a hit you know yeah yeah and nintendo is just they make it look easy I think I read that Nintendo could hemorrhage money for a hundred years and still be in the green or something like that. Forgot yeah. the exact number of that they could lose each year and it would just be fine. I yep. believe it. Okay. Um anything else, Corey? Nah. Okay. Yeah, I don't have anything else. Uh how was your week, Will? It was fine. I just spent all week again trying to get a PlayStation 5 only to have my heart broken. I had a PlayStation 5 in my cart clicking place order five times on Walmart the other day. Five different times. And every single time I got the, oh dear, something went wrong message that I'm sure you guys have seen on the internet. Yeah, it's pretty heartbreaking. It's pretty frustrating. I've sat in queues on Sony's website. I poo-pooed Sony doing the uh, pre-order like thing where they allowed people, if you signed up, to do a pre-order through their thing. I mocked that and then bought a controller saying, I'll be able to get a console at launch. Boy, was I wrong. This thing's impossible to buy. Did You, you still got your controller, right? Or did you cancel it? Oh, what do you think of the controller? Oh, it'd be awesome if I could do anything with it. Uh-huh. I don't even think it works on PC yet. I think you might be right about that. So it's like I just have this thing looking at me, taunting me, making fun <laughs> of me the whole time because I'm an idiot and was stubborn. <sighs> People are really upset, though. Like, I'm annoyed that I don't have one, but I'm like, that's ah, all right, whatever. Some people are really upset online <laughs> at, like, Walmart, Target, Best Buy, GameStop. Yeah. <sighs> and all this stuff, it's, it's hard to get. I, I think we talked about it last week, but people are still can't get good graphics cards well it's funny because the pc people are like oh first time <laughs> yeah, <except laughs> to this. yeah exactly oh is this your first time here because that happens with every graphics card launch they get bought up and you can't get one for at least a month they get bought up by by bots and uh and um people who scalp it's disgusting it is i was seeing some people post like pictures of their 10 playstations like five of each like version and i'm just like I yeah. hope your bad things happen to those consoles. Someone I follow on Twitter bought a bunch, but they're giving them out to their followers for things. So at least they're not hoarding them and selling them at a huge profit. Yeah. You know? Like, so I get from Sony and the retailer's perspective because they're selling the consoles. So it's just like they don't really care, which I get. But I've got to just say, like, I feel like you got to limit it to, like, two consoles per person. Because, like, I do see the time, like, where Dan, like, say I go out, buy two, and, like, give one of you to you guys. Like, that's a thing that happens. But there's no way somebody should be buying 10 from a retailer. Yeah. Because it's not like they're not going to sell them anyway. It's not like they're going to have stock just sitting there. It's like, no, those are going to sell regardless. Like, I just feel like 
I'm also conspiracy theorist. I think Sony and Microsoft have plenty of consoles. They're just doing this to inflate more hype, which is really annoying, too. So, I don't know. Artificial scarcity. Yeah, Yeah. I feel like there's a little bit of that play. Um, They want to have enough for the holidays. I get it. I just hate that I don't have one. But that's pretty much been my week other than just work and playing video games. It's getting cold now, so I have even less of a reason to leave my bedroom. Huh at this nice. point so just been playing video games what about you Corey? uh yeah i mean we're we're trying to be good covid soldiers and i haven't really left our apartment at all so it's been groundhog day-ish um but we're keeping busy watching a lot of movies and tv shows and i'm getting a lot of video game time in a lot of cooking uh sophie's pretty much cleaning all the time so it's been as the simple life uh, i will say two weeks ago yeah two weeks ago yesterday i got bit by a tick I, did i talk about this last week yeah oh, oh did you um it's still bothering me Uh-oh. <laughs> it's clear to me that i'm very allergic to ticks and their bites just from the times i've gotten bit they've just taken off and every time i've gotten bitten i've i've removed it same day um within a few hours so I'm not really worried about Lyme disease or anything, but um, this one on my shoulder, you can kind of see the bandage here. Um, it's kind of on my neck is, has just been very red and blistery and messed up for two weeks now. Um, and of course my fiance wants me to go get it looked at, but I, refuse, I, re- I refuse to go get any help <laughs> for any of my issues. Um so I've, I've been putting bandages over it and I tried, uh, what's the steroid cream? What's that stuff called? Uh, cortisone. Oh. Cortisone. Um, and I think that made it worse. So I've switched to just like Neosporin now and it seems to be doing a lot better. So I'm not too worried about it, but it's just crazy how it's still bothering me to this day. And though I've got, I got bit on my um, outside of my knee years ago like four years ago at this point and every now and again that still flares up and itches to this day which is crazy huh. uh, but ticks are nasty little things yes they are they are the worst disgusting little <clears throat> blood suckers aren't they like mosquitoes where they say they're like experimenting on just totally eradicating them and seeing if there would be any any adverse side effects and they're pretty much, at least in the case of mos- mosquitoes, are saying that there wouldn't be. I mean, if they're considering it, it tells me they have some data that goes, ah, maybe they don't do anything other yeah. than just ruin people's lives. Yeah, like I'm sure the bigger, if we're talking like the food chain and the ecosystem, I'm sure the bigger, uh, bigger creatures that need to feed on them would find other something else. Yeah. 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 All right. Anything else, Corey? Mm, not really. Watch Mandalorian episode four. That's the show's still awesome. Nice. There's Star Wars fans out there. But uh, other than that, no, not really. I wanted to ask you guys, now that you've had your consoles for another week, is there any any change? Any thoughts? They're fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotcha. Um, not 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 a huge upgrade at least at nothing point, to write right? home about now i mean the frame rate improvement is great but other than that like i i could be playing the xbox one x i don't really know gotcha makes no y- difference yeah i will say like 
the only thing I'm noticing now is like things are consistently hitting 60 frames. Right. Uh, Cause like now I can tell when I play like age of calamity that there is a little bit of a frame rate difference, but other than that, I mean, yeah, it's fine. Okay. Wish I got a PlayStation more, but whatever. Gotcha. Uh, as for me, uh, yesterday was mine and my wife's anniversary. Yay. Thank you. Uh, 11 years married, 21 years together. Oh, my God. That's Ooh. a lot of years. Yes, it Most is. of my life. Yeah, it was. It is. Um, so that was fun. We didn't we don't really do anything, uh, especially this year with it being COVID and having five children. Uh, it wasn't that different of a day. But one thing we always do is we make homemade chicken enchiladas. So wow. that's our that's our routine that we do. And we didn't. Last year at this time we were in Florida. Oh so yeah, it was, it was right. a lot of reminiscing about missing Florida. Yeah. Um. So there was that too. Uh, outside of that, I don't really think I. I'm like you, Corey. Like I pretty much haven't left the house since COVID started in March. <laughs> so just a, co- a couple times, I you know would would go so like occasionally I have a computer that I have to drop off. Uh, my boss's house or uh, I would do my grandma's lawn, but that's the only time I would leave the house. I wouldn't see anybody or talk to anybody. So really talking um, a lot about, uh, I get a lot of psychology articles in my Google newsfeed just because some of, some of that stuff I'm interested on. So anytime yeah. you click on something like that, like they think you want more of it. Um, but there's a lot of research going into like the power of introverts during this yeah. time. And yeah. now a lot of extroverts are like really struggling with mental health right now. Yeah, the 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 main issue for me is not not leaving the house and not seeing anybody. It's I wish everyone else in my house would leave for a little bit so I could <laughs> actually be alone you can for have once. Even and, more privacy. Yeah. yeah, so I could be alone for the first time in eight months or whatever. Yep. That's that's what I long for. I've been saying, like, if I didn't have video games or if I wasn't, like, a video game person, I would probably crumble. Sure. Because it's just, like, you can only, in my opinion, watch so many movies and TV shows to stay entertained. Yeah. Yeah, I do have a little bit of that. I mean, I'm I'm definitely an introvert, but uh, I am an introvert who who does get bored. Um, Yeah. So not having the ability to socialize as easy as easily definitely is... uh, contributing to my boredness yeah okay uh outside of that nothing so we'll get into what we played core did you have anything you want to talk about uh nah i just wanted to mention the tetris thing just because i yeah. it's something i had heard Sorry. a lot about that game and i i honestly haven't given it enough time to really explore all the features and gameplay modes and so i won't really do it justice but um if you're someone who likes like zen type of gaming where you can just kind of zone out and get lost and in, in in a relatively mindless um, task, this Tetris game is awesome. It's so soothing to play. Like, I played half an hour of it in that time, just like flew by. I was just so keyed in. They do such a good job of immersing you in that little itty bitty Tetris frame, you know, but they have all sorts of um, graphics and sound effects and stuff that keep you so focused and keyed in. It's really kind of soothing. Um, it's an experience, I think, is the best way to describe it. I, I highly recommend it to anybody that lo- likes those kind of games. And if you like Tetris, uh, I imagine you'd love it as well. I know there's like a there's competitive modes. You can do couch co-op, 
at least I think you can do couch co-op. Don't quote me on that. But there are a lot of competitive and cooperative modes in the game. Um, I think I played through, they call them like, it's almost like a Mario map where you're playing, you're going through this world map and going from node to node. And then within each node is basically like a whole new visual and audio experience as you play this game of Tetris. Um, it's kind of like, I don't know if you guys remember Fantasia, you know, where they go oh, yeah. setting and then the music would correspond to what you're seeing on screen. Um, kind of similar to that. It's really, really cool. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I'll definitely, definitely download that. And like my kids will be interested in that. This is on game pass, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. Cool. I'll definitely check it out then. All right. Well, first yeah. impressions of Age of Calamity. I think it's so much better than the first Tyrell Warriors game. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I really, really enjoy it so far, Dan. I don't know how far you are. I just did the first um, the first champion. I got Daruk because the game kind of okay. opens up right away. Like, after you after do the, the first... first two battles. Yep, and then you can go choose who you want for uh, your first champion. Uh, I went Daruk because I think lore-wise he was one of the first ones you end up getting. It's either him or Urbasa or whatever, Urbosa. So I got him. Uh, I really like how they do it, like on the map where you have all these different things that you could do to give like crafting materials to get upgrades and like level up your characters. I think that's really cool as well. Yeah. Um, it it really takes a lot of elements from Breath of the Wild and seamlessly integrates them into the Hyrule or the. Yep the dynasty warriors formula yep uh i think it's really well done so far i love impa as a character she's so much fun to yeah i don't know how she works or what she's doing but i just button mash and i do crazy combos with her and it's really cool so yeah it's it's good um i did i got rivali first okay Uh, well we'll, i think we're gonna do an episode on this game next week so we'll talk more about it then um but yeah, I really enjoy it. One thing I was disappointed that the game didn't have is it didn't have, and I believe it was, was it Fire Emblem Warriors that had it? That had the performance mode or the graphics mode. Oh, okay. So you could play it at 60 frames or you could play it at 30 frames with slightly better visuals. This one doesn't have that. This is 30, right? It's definitely 30, yeah. So uh, it's frustrating. But again, like once I start playing and to play for a little while, you kind of stop noticing it. I mean, a lot of people were saying that there was performance issues when they played the demo. Um, so, I mean, I didn't play the demo because I didn't want to play the intro of the game and I didn't want to have performance issues. I just wanted yeah. to wait for them to have the finished game out. So I kind of held off. Um, yeah, I haven't noticed any performance issues. I've only done three or four battles um, to this point and I haven't noticed any performance issues. So, yeah, I really, really enjoy the game so far, though. Not yeah. Gonna lie. yeah, I'm with you. Uh, anything else you played, Will, you want to talk about? Uh, real quickly, I beat Crash Bandicoot 4. Um, I actually beat this before the Xbox came out. Thank you, thank you. Yay. Um, that game is actually pretty difficult. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I think I did one level where I died like a hundred times on it. Um, and I talked about it when I did my first impressions, but they do a cool thing where you can either do, um, modern mode or classic mode. And if you do classic mode, you get lives. If you do modern mode, you don't have lives. Um. Which is nice because I just did modern mode and I just got to die a bunch. It made me less careful when I played the game, but I also got to not have to worry about game over screens, which I kind of really enjoy. Uh, but overall, man, like Crash 4 was a pretty solid Crash Bandicoot game. Um, 
I liked it a lot, and it makes me really excited for when they do the next Spyro game because that's definitely going to be a thing. Yeah, I'm so. excited for that too. Um, but the only other thing that I, uh, I've been playing other than Call of Duty is uh, I've been playing a lot of Age of Empires 3 Definitive Edition. I know Corey played a little bit too. Um, that's still a solid Age of Empires game. I really like it. I am having some issues with crashing though. Uh, we'll get to the end of a match and my computer will just crash. Um, well, the game will crash. It's not my computer, uh, which sucks because then I don't get any credit for any of the experience that I got because you can level up home cities. Huh. So that's pretty frustrating that I'll get all the way to the end of a, a battle that we did like an hour, hour and a half long fight against two people on the hardest difficulty and then just lose all the progress. But uh, other than that, Call of Duty, Call, I beat the campaign. Call of Duty kind of sucks this year. <laughs> um, yeah, I've heard I've heard similar thoughts. Campaign was okay. Um, I hated it up until about halfway through. Then I really liked it. I haven't done zombies yet. Uh, multiplayer is all right. A lot of the big streamers are returning to Fortnite. I don't know if you noticed that. Will I did not know that, but I was wondering if people were gonna like just go back and play other games instead, like the yeah. last Call of Duty or fortnight so um it's interesting to hear that they are because i mean it's not that much there i don't know yeah uh, nick nick marks being one of the biggest is is back to playing fortnite and cloaksy if you don't like the mp5 don't play this call of duty because (laughs) (laughs) sure i mean i use it because i want to be good but it's it's all the only gun you'll see is that gun or people thinking they're like major league gamers and using sniper rifles and trying to quick scope you which is yeah. always hilarious when you see it happen but um yeah i'm not a huge fan of this year's call of duty it is a throwback to the old formula but um i just think there's a lot of other stuff lacking if you're gonna go back to the old formula you have to come out with a lot of maps a lot of guns uh stuff like that more diverse builds i just don't think they did yeah so okay i will still play it throughout the year though uh don't get me wrong i will be playing playing it like a a sheep but um, (laughs) it's all right it's not good gotcha okay um so outside of uh the hell the obviously and age of calamity the only other thing i play and it's again it's just about every night is Fortnite with my daughter Uh, but i'm starting to get kind of like hyper competitive about it um I want to win every single match. And we usually win at least one per night. Um, but I've gotten to the point where like, I'll, I'll be fighting someone that has that. I'll have like a clan tag. And when me and my daughter eliminate them, I kind of want to trash talk a little bit. <laughs> I want to be like, you just got beat by a 37 year old man and his six year old daughter. How does that make you feel? <laughs> the Uber competitiveness and Dan is starting it's, it's, to like really it, come yeah, out. It's, it's starting to come out a little bit. um but yeah she's really good she saved my behind twice last night in in one of the ones that we were doing that we ended up winning yeah um because i got like we always land at risky reels uh i got i knocked one person and they got knocked by the next and it was a, a point blank shotgun pump shotgun battle uh between my daughter and this other person and she beat him revived me and then I think she revived me again later. Really? Or saved me from getting knocked. I don't remember exactly, but man, 
it's so fun to play video games with your kids, especially in that co- like competitive arena. Um, I'm, I'm sure it's more fun to play together like that than against. Oh, definitely, uh, definitely. Uh, because yeah, because we're competing against other people, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, they still like to play. We still like to play Mario Kart and and Smash Brothers and stuff. We haven't done that in a little while. Um, because because every night, like I said, ab- about seven o'clock, my daughter's like, "Dad, can we play Fortnite?" Yes, we can. You sure yes, can. We can. <laughs> so, um, so it's a blast. Uh, I think in, in about, I think December first is when the final event of this season is happening. So, uh, I think the new season will pop probably mid December. So, I'm excited to see what that entails. But smart move for them. Get ready for the holiday season when people get new consoles and stuff like that. Yeah. Too. Yep. And their Christmas event was was pretty cool last year. So. Uh, that was the first one I had been a part of because uh, I hadn't started playing before that. So, yeah, yeah, that's everything. I think uh, no feedback. Uh, we got four minutes left on the timer. So, <laughs> on the second timer, you want me to gonna... um, do the set up the stream, Dan? On if we're gonna like make this Sunday thing more regular. I do want to do the stream. The only hesitate I can do the stream. The only hesitation I have is, uh, depending on what time we start, like it, if I get interrupted by kids, you know, yeah, because uh, I just cut that those parts out. Um, but if you want to try to plan on streaming next week, we can. You think there's an audience for Sunday morning gaming podcast? Gaming podcast? Oh, maybe I don't know. Probably not, but. <laughs> Well, it's only it's only Sunday morning in the United States, you know. You True. like I used to stream on Saturday mornings for a, a little while, and it was uh, mostly like Europeans that would Limey Brits that would jump in, yeah. <laughs> Europeans, so. Um, so yeah, that's everything. Next week we're going to be doing Age of Calamity. Uh, if we do live, it will be Sunday morning, uh, Eastern time. Usually between 9 and 10 probably will start. So um, if you're at all interested, maybe look look at that time. If, if we don't, we won't, obviously. So, uh, yeah, that's everything, right? Anything else, guys? Yeah, I just had to make sure Limey wasn't considered uh, offensive oh. <laughs> by anybody. I don't think it is. But... I think it's poor taste. But... <laughs> uh, yeah, Wikipedia says it's predominantly American slang nickname for a British person. So. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I don't know that anybody would be offended by it, but uh, you're right, Dan. Poor taste. We we well, we as Americans don't get offended by things you call us. It's it's fine. Well, we we don't. That's true. Yeah, we, we won't get offended. There's that's, a very that's a, that's a great point. It's a big difference there. I've been I've been called Yankee to my face by Canadians. Nice. Do they think that's offensive? Then that's a gotcha. I don't. I hope not. <laughs> because they said it to me. <laughs> Actually, I hope they do because that's pretty mild. Yeah. Yeah, it's very mild. I love the Yankees. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm a huge Yankee guy. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, that'll do it for episode 478 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. Corey. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.